Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Uh, right, now Lego is something that uh, keep the kids entertained while also being a constant danger to bare feet in the middle of the night. And given that countless millions of these bricks have been produced, you might think they're not worth that much, but Lego pieces are uh, attracting startlingly high prices at auctions, or at least some of them are. One that might even be worth thousands. The next auction takes place at East Bristol Auctions on August 21st, where a figurine of the Star Wars character Boba Fett is expected to be the star. We're joined by Andrew Stowe, who is the auction house manager there. Good afternoon, Andrew. Good afternoon. Uh, so tell us first, I suppose, about Boba Fett. Why is it attracting so much interest? Well, so, so this Boba Fett figure is, is four centimetres tall, um, the standard minifigure size, and he was only ever available in one specific set that did not sell very well back in the early 2000s. So if you're a Lego collector and you collect the minifigures, the only way you could ever get this figure was by buying that set back then. It didn't sell very well because it was quite expensive. Uh, and so now this, the set alone is now worth three or four thousand pounds. And the figure of Boba Fett is worth one to two or maybe even three thousand pounds. It's the main part of the set. My word. Are there any, any other figures from that particular set that might be worth money too? Yeah, so basically every kind of unique piece from that set is worth a considerable amount of money. You know, if it's just the standard bricks and pieces, you can find those in most most other Lego sets that they make. But for the specific minifigures, you know, they range from a few hundred pounds up to four figures. And I suppose, I'm assuming that not a Lego just doesn't have to be old to be valuable. It's specific things that maybe didn't, you know, came out in limited editions, that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think there's some statistic out there somewhere that something like 30% of Lego's market are actually over 40. Hmm. Um, it's, we joke here in the auction house that, that people collect the things that their mother said they couldn't have in the toy shop. Um, that's what people want. They want to buy back their youth. They want to buy those things that they couldn't get when they were younger and really wanted them. And there's this whole kind of nostalgia buzz, especially with Lego, because Lego's generations old now. So we're approaching a point in society where, you know, we can remember our parents perhaps playing with Lego. So it's it's been in our lives for decades and people want a piece of that. Yeah. So it, it, is it mostly pieces of Lego connected with Star Wars that attract the most interest? Uh, yes. I mean, you know, Star Wars is probably the biggest film franchise on the planet. Lego is probably the most famous toy company on the planet. So when they combine, you get, you know, something special happens. Um, Star Wars Lego is routinely the Lego that's the most popular and normally the most valuable, but it's not exclusively just Star Wars. It's also those early minifigure Lego sets. So like Lego sets that I remember from my childhood of like the Cowboys or the Pirates or the Explorers. Some of those sets, when they're complete and in their boxes and in good condition, can still sell for hundreds and hundreds of pounds. My word. But a, a Millennium Falcon sold for how much in 2003? A Lego yeah, one, obviously. That's right. So so for, for a few years, the most famous Lego set, the most valuable Lego set, was the Star Wars Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon, which came out in 2003. I think its original price was something like £199. Uh, we sold one about four years ago for 5500 Wow. Um, and that's, you know, back then that was, what, 15, 16, 17 years old? Um, and it's just because everybody wanted it. I mean, unfortunately, Lego have now released that set 
and they've made it better. So for, for <laughs> I think, £750, you can go buy an even better one brand new. So the price has crashed a little bit on that one. But that's where we are. You know, pieces of plastic. I think a few years back, The Guardian did uh, uh, did a chart, and I think the, the investment value of Lego had risen more than gold. Um, and that's the kind of society we live in at the moment. People prefer little plastic bricks than gold rings. That's extraordinary. The, now, <laughs> I, 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 obviously, as you were saying, that, that the forthcoming auction, Boba Fett, is going to be the most uh, the, the figure that attracts the most interest. But you did actually uh, have dealings with, when he died, the estate of uh, the, the actor who played Boba Fett. Yeah, that's right. So that was this May. So back on May uh, this year, May the 4th, of course, International mm-hmm. Star Wars Day, um, we held the auction for the estate of Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett. Um, and we had interest from all around the world. His estate fetched something like £200,000. Um, he collected every single thing that had Boba Fett on it, but even he did not have this Lego figure. He had some of the other kind of cheaper ones, but he did not have this one because it's, it's that rare and that sought after that even the man who played the character in the films couldn't get one. Right, so uh, every, everything that you sold through the auction house it all, it all was somehow attached to Boba Fett. What kind of things? Uh, what, as in what kind of items did yeah, he have? Yeah. Uh, so he had action figures, he had signed pictures, he had uh, a few scripts that he'd kept from his filming, um, pictures, people would make him artwork. He'd go to a convention and fans would draw him pictures. He kept everything. My word, uh, that's extraordinary. <laughs> so when you when you have these auctions for Lego, particularly the Star Wars Lego, who uh, who are the people who are turning? Is it, is it a total nerdgasm at these uh, at these kind of events? Uh, yes, I think I can say that. Yes, you know everybody knows Lego, and everyone has probably encountered Lego. Uh, everyone recognises it. You know, it's a very distinctive thing. But for the people that collect it, it's a lifestyle. It's a way of of living you know it's in their blood it's part of their life and it's we're down to the kind of like the the, the minutiae of collecting where this boba fett is worth two thousand pounds because his arms are a slightly different color to the boba fett that's worth 50 pounds um and we're down to like it's, it's all about variations and collecting and, and once you start using those kind of words you're into a very kind of specific collector uh, and that collector is a nerd and i and i can say that because i'm sure they're probably quite proud of that Oh, um, yeah. Label these days. You know, being a nerd, being a geek is really cool at the moment. Um, you know, Doctor Who is one of the biggest programs on the, on the, in the planet, but 30, 40 years ago, it was a little bit of a joke. And those fans have changed. And it's the same with Star Wars. Liking lightsabers and Star Wars and sci fi is cool and acceptable now, whereas it wasn't decades ago. And that's why the price has changed. Yeah, and so Andrew, uh, for anyone listening who might have, oh, there's a load of Lego up in the, uh, in the attic from when the kids played with it in the 1980s or whatever. <laughs> are there specific things maybe they should be looking out for as they're feverishly rooting through it? Yeah, so so collectors want the early mini figure sets. We see a lot of Lego from the kind of 60s and 70s where it was just bricks and blocks and windows, and that's fine. That has a value, but it's not a huge amount of money. People want the minifigure Lego, that the the ones with like the the yellow heads and the different kind of multicolored bodies, that's the sets that people really want to collect. Mm, in the in the original wrapping, I suppose would be yeah, you know, as complete as possible, as brand new as possible. If they're sealed in their boxes, that's as best as you can get. 
Andrew, thanks a million for uh, speaking to us uh, as ever. That's Andrew Stowe, their auction house manager and auctioneer at East Bristol Auctions. Of course, uh, an alternative uh, to searching through your Lego collection would be to enter the cash machine. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.